Welcome to The Spiritual Rabbit Hole, a podcast with spiritual mediums Kristen, Nicole, and Glenda. Join us as we tap into the spiritual realm, explore the mysteries of the universe, and guide you on a journey of self-discovery. Get ready to open your mind and connect with something greater than yourself. Let's dive into The Spiritual Rabbit Hole. Hello, 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 everyone. Hey there. Welcome to bonus episode ghostly tales and insights yeah (laughs) (laughs) so the topic of the day is exploring the world of ghosts spooky not really (laughs) (laughs) but first we want to talk about what exactly is a ghost because Mm -hmm. i think it gets a little confusing Yeah, so the commonly held belief for ghosts is that a ghost is the spirit or soul of a deceased person that continues to exist in the physical world. Realm. For us, that's just, you know, like the spirits we encounter on a regular basis as mediums. But there's lots of different cultures around the world that have various interpretations of ghosts. And there's all kinds of concepts and understandings of what a ghost is. Mm-hmm. For us, it might be a little bit different than it is for you. So we just want to share a little bit with you guys. Okay, so historically significance of ghosts in literature, folklore, and religion. So in folklore, like in my culture, which is I, I'm Filipino. So in my culture, the belief that life continues after death. So we do, whenever someone passed away, we do uh, prayers, a nine-day prayer. It's just like a petition or you pray the rosary for the deceased to go to heaven. And then we also put food out for the the deceased as well. It's like having a dinner just without them there yeah i think it's cool i think it's beautiful that your family because you were so kind um my grandparents are buried in hawaii that's where my mom is originally from it's where i was born and g was so sweet she went and visited my grandma my grandpa and took them food and had a little picnic with them yeah which i hadn't heard of before i we left hawaii when i was five so i'm not full culture local girl nothing Mm -hmm. like that And I think that's a beautiful practice to learn and to experience. And it was so sweet and loving for G to do that for me and my family, like made every one of us cry. Yeah, because yeah. I asked, I was like, when, when, what is your grandma's favorite food? Oxtail soup. Oh, like, okay. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> oxtail soup. <laughs> got, got some oxtail soup. That was really good. Yeah, that's so. sweet, G. Yeah. So there's lots of different cultures that have lots of different ways that they honor those who have passed on from this physical life. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what G just gave us is just one example. Yeah. Well, first off, ghosts go back. Way back. Way back. So there's ghost Mm -hmm. stories. They can be found in ancient China, Mm -hmm. Egypt, India, Greece, Ireland, Scotland, Rome, Mesoamerica. They have all touched on ghosts. Mm-hmm. And within the last two years, um, there was a tablet found. It's an old Babylonian tablet that um, has the earliest known depiction, hieroglyphics, whatever you want to call it, of a ghost. And mm-hmm. this was in the Smithsonian Magazine. And it was instructions on how to essentially get rid of a ghost. <laughs> wow. Um, and, and they... It might have been like a tablet they think they might have kept um, for like exorcists and stuff mm-hmm. where they would be able to refer to these directions. So it goes back a long time. Ghosts are not a modern day thing. No. People have always talked about them. Yeah. I mean, for example, Shakespeare included ghosts in his works, uh, Hamlet and Macbeth, right? Mm-hmm. Because the ghost of Hamlet's father seeks revenge and in Macbeth – you know, the apparitions serve as the harbingers of doom. Mm-hmm. So you can find it throughout history. There are stories about ghosts. First, we're going to talk about ghosts and spirits and how what's the differences and, or similarities between them. So spirits have awareness and consciousness and can communicate. So kind of where we, that's our wheelhouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we, we need them to communicate the with us, yes. right? Yeah. yeah, we do. And again, those would be spirits of loved ones, right? Could be all different types of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Angelic, masters, spirit guides. It could be in there. Yeah. Right. Um, it could also be of 
you know, just like I said, deceased loved ones. There was one time that I had a spirit interaction. I was at my mother-in-law's house. This wasn't for a reading or anything. She just was one of those ones that liked to show up and scare the tar out of us for about a minute. <laughs> um, I, had, I was dozing off and I started getting all these visuals of this, this little girl. It looked like uh, she was walking on the side of the road and this white truck veers and starts going really fast toward her and she starts <laughs> running. It's behind her. And then I see this woman who's like watching and in distress. And I was like, okay, they, this little girl must have died this way. Mm. So I see all this and I, I just, you know, I think I kind of tried to clear my energy and, and I went to sleep. Well, I wake up an hour later and there's a little blonde girl, not my little blonde girl, that's my daughter. She was sleeping mm-hmm. in the other room. This little blonde girl was next to me, clear as day. She had this little like pink tiara crown thing on. And she was like right there because I was right by the corner. So she was standing in the corner. My side of the bed was right next to her. Clear as day. I scared Mm -hmm. the tar out of me. So I tell my mother-in-law about it because I felt like she would know who it was. This was, I was in Myrtle Beach at the time and I could tell this little girl was on the side of the highway, but I felt like it was in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And she said, I know what you're talking about. There was a little girl. This is so sad. I looked it up after she told me. She was in a Christmas parade and a dancer in a Christmas parade. They had a truck with the floats. You know, they have like floats in a parade. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They put too much weight on the float. Uh Uh-oh. So the truck could not use its brakes to stop. Oh. Her mother was on the side watching. Mm -hmm. She, they're all going. The truck loses control, hits her on the road and runs her over. Mm Mm-hmm. And I find her picture in the newspaper and she's wearing the pink tiara that I saw her in and she looked exactly the same. So sad. And then I spoke with her and she told me about stuff with her mom and she gave me her little message and I think she needed to give that so she could feel a little more at peace, even though there's no way I could communicate with her mother she wanted somebody, somebody to hear it. And yeah, she's like, you're a mom. You understand this. And yeah. she gave me some little advice from being a mother that I thought was great. She was like, listen to your kids. If something doesn't feel right for them, don't push them. And I yeah. think she didn't want to do the parade. And her mom felt guilty for making her do the parade, mm. obviously. So anyway, something like that. That would be a spirit who would have consciousness, who would still might come out, maybe come out of nowhere, but to give us a message. Yeah, and sometimes those spirits are misunderstood as ghosts. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, she did scare the tar out of me because <laughs> I was not expecting it. <laughs> so And so yeah. yeah, I think I think a lot of the time people's concept of a ghost is a creepy looking shadowy figure that goes through a space or maybe a transparent entity that arrives. You know, the stuff mm-hmm. you see in the movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's lots of different ways that spiritual energy can come through. Another way is residual energy. Mm -hmm. So this is like energy that's absorbed by a building or land, and it kind of plays back like a movie scene. Mm -hmm. And it's not energy that has a consciousness. Right. Okay. For example, I was in this haunted location back in Bedford, Virginia, and I was looking up and at the top of the staircase, there was this woman who walked out of the bedroom door stood at the rail and stared out the window and I could see her. She was transparent, but she was wearing a white laced gown. Mm -hmm. She didn't pay any attention to all the people walking through the building. Yeah. Had no mind, had no interaction with anybody, didn't even notice me staring at her. Mm -hmm. But I knew that she was waiting for her husband to return from war Mm -hmm. and that she was not allowed to leave that landing. Oh. But she could only come right outside the bedroom door, stay at that landing, and go back in. Mm -hmm. She was staring out the window waiting for her husband to return. I asked the the caretaker of that home the story Mm -hmm. behind that woman. Apparently, she had married a man before he went off to war. Mm -hmm. And before he returned, she had gotten sick. And she was quarantined to that room that I saw her walk out of. Mm -hmm. But she was allowed to come out onto that landing and look out the window for him. Unfortunately, she passed before he came home. So that was a residual energy. It was this repetitive energy that happened with so much emotion that it kind of was absorbed by the materials of the home. Because, you know, houses are made out of wood, you know, all that type of thing. It's all energy is absorbed into types of things like that. So yeah, 
I think it's a sad story, but it's a good example of understanding what residual energy is. So I have a story. Um, I'm not sure if this is a residual with residual energy or like a spirit might be a spirit but so i work at a police station and behind like behind the police station there's a hospital there and there's not a lot of places to eat lunch and we usually go there to the cafeteria and buy lunch we have to go walk through the parking lot go downstairs and then upstairs set of flights of stairs and then into the cafeteria but when i go down in the corner by Right by the corner of going up, there was this, I don't know if I seen a male, but he smelled, you know how you smell old people? <laughs> I people, don't actually have a practice of sniffing old people, people but. <laughs> old people have a distinct smell. <laughs> I just know these for some reason, because I have a lot of volunteers who are seniors and they have a distinct smell. Mm-hmm. Just know that you're there. That's grandpa grandma kind of thing right anyways bought my food went back to the station and then when we're going back in the station the office i smelled that same distinct smell and like no don't follow me (laughs) because i don't want i don't want to smell him i don't want to no i don't want to tap in i don't want to i don't want to i just don't want (laughs) to well if if it's in a different location then i would not say residual energy So he probably, it could be the spirit where, you know, some people, they would think it's a ghost ghost, but it's just the spirit trying to talk. Yeah. But he was gone. It was gone. The smell was gone. But every time I passed by that stairway, I would always smell that certain smell. And it was like a, it felt like an old Japanese male kind of thing. So this is an old Japanese male. Like (laughs) an old grandpa. (laughs) <laughs> and he might just he might just stay in that area that might be his safe space. Yeah. But yeah. he probably saw that you recognized or were aware of his presence mm-hmm. and then probably followed you to see if you would connect or communicate mm-hmm. with him. Mm-hmm. And then when you were like, Nope, he went right back to where he goes. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. what I that's what I would say. But then again, you know, some people do believe that there are trapped souls or earthbound souls, right, G? Yeah, so it might have been that where he's didn't want to pass or he just want to stay there. Maybe he's waiting for something or someone. So, yeah, so some people believe that there are some souls that cannot cross over into the light or into heaven or into, mm-hmm. you know, on the other side of the veil. Yeah. I haven't encountered that very much, but during a reading, I did encounter – someone who was refusing to leave land. Mm -hmm. It was a very old soul because it was a family that had called and they were worried about their house was haunted. Yeah. And I couldn't find any unwanted souls in their home, but I saw a man that would stay on the land close by and he wasn't happy about people living on his land. Mm -hmm. And the feeling he gave me was almost like he could only stay within that property. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't feel like it was – he was forced to stay there. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was his choice. Yeah. Like his property, his land was more important than him moving forward. My understanding of crossing over is making the choice to grow spiritually on the other side. Yeah, right. And then a soul who decides to anchor themselves in a way to the earthly realm because mm-hmm. they either have what a lot of people call unfinished business mm-hmm. – or they carry a lot of weight as far as their material things go, like their home or their land, mm-hmm. or they don't want to leave the side of someone. I think it's a choice that souls can make mm-hmm. that they do not want to move forward in their spiritual growth and their spiritual development on the other side. So they will choose to stay where they're comfortable. That's what I felt with this man, this male Mm -hmm. spirit that I connected with in the reading. I've had stuff in readings too where it was just a reading. I wasn't even supposed to tap into the house or anything. It wasn't like, can you give me a reading so you can see what's in my house? It wasn't anything like that. Mm -hmm. It was just, Mm -hmm. I just started picking up on a male and I could tell he was a male that had been in their house a lot. And at first they're like, I'm not sure that doesn't match anybody. So, you know, I kept going like, you messed up the garden or his garden. He doesn't like you messing with his garden. And um, I think actually might have mentioned this in one of our old episodes. 
And I could see him. I was like, his energy's all through your house. And she just was like, I can't, I can't think of who you're talking about. And what finally made her piece it together mm-hmm. was I said, I think he's really perverted. Oh, um, what? He, <laughs> he kept showing himself like grabbing women's butts and stuff. I was like, he's like super perverted. She goes, <gasps> Ghost groping, perverted ghost. Yeah, I know. She said, "See the beginning was that this episode? That was last episode. episode. Yeah, that's true. G, you thought someone touched your boobs, right? Yeah, that was in the last episode, but it was the same night. Slowly getting there. I was like, what? This is why our podcast is is explicit. This is gonna make you laugh, G. Why? Listen, she said, "Oh my God, the guy who lived here before, which he did die, Mm -hmm. wrote boobs." all over the house oh my god yeah she's like oh my gosh that makes sense i totally changed his garden around and she's like we think he's in this house like we felt like there was a ghost in this house Mm -hmm. and i said that his energy is all over your house then the perverted thing was the thing that made her realize is that dude so (laughs) maybe it was him broken your boots g he's like i know you're gonna talk about me later (laughs) right here's a preview so okay here's a rabbit hole question here's a rabbit hole question so he is an earthbound spirit that we talked Mm -hmm. about right well maybe that little girl spirit because she she did say that she hadn't fully moved on Mm -hmm. she needed to talk to but her energy still felt great she just needed that message for her mother so maybe she still kind of did um but this guy he felt like we would call earthbound but that doesn't mean that they can't speak with us still right from a far distance oh no yeah i believe they're tied to this place or they put themselves there they're not stuck they can still communicate yeah yeah so i think that the spirits that we tend to communicate mostly in our readings or at least personally for my readings they're they've crossed over in the way that people understand that meaning Mm -hmm. but i understand that the spiritual realm exists in a different frequency within this realm that we're in yeah Does that make even sense? if they haven't yeah. crossed or shed their ego yeah and to me the mentality of crossing over is deciding to move forward in a soulful way like mm-hmm. growing spiritually developed because you can continue to grow and develop on the other side yeah you can. so so that's a lot of the time when i i bring through a, a spirit of someone that maybe wasn't extremely nice in this lifetime in their lifetime here on this earth can come through with some profound stuff because they're learning on the other side. Yeah. And they're yeah. seeing things more objectively because they're not carrying the weight of a physical body mm-hmm. or the limiting beliefs related to the cultures and society that we deal with now. But even still, when they cross, I- I'm sure you've had this, they'll still make you feel their remorse. Like I've felt it so deeply from spirits who still cross, but they're, I don't know if they still have, I don't think they still have it, but they're showing the remorse that they had for the life that they lived. Right. Mm -hmm. I think that they definitely will share emotional messages. Mm -hmm. It doesn't necessarily mean it's holding them back in spirit. Right. They're just giving you the information to help you identify them or so the other person understands that they're sorry for their actions. Right. And personality does carry over. Into yes. the spirit realm, into yes. the spiritual realm. Yes. So, you know, but being mean and hateful is not part necessarily of a mm-hmm. personality. Mm-hmm. Right. Someone who is funny here is going to be funny on the other side. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> this yeah. is how it's going to be. Have, yeah. Someone who is quiet and reserved here will most likely come across as quiet and reserved mm-hmm. when they come through in spirit. It's part of identifying who they are. Another type of, what do you call it, ghost spirit thing people talk about Mm -hmm. (laughs) is poltergeists. And that Mm -hmm. word probably gives a lot of people fear when they hear that. Well, yeah, Yeah. because of the movie from the Because of the the movie. (laughs) Um, And, you know. (laughs) Don't hold your sister's hand. All are welcome. All are welcome. (laughs) This house is clean. I, I've seen Poltergeist one time, and I did the not like one? it. The first one, because I think there's like three. Yeah, yeah, there's three. Well, we've gone over this. I don't like horror movies, so <laughs> if I randomly watch one, it's because someone made me watch it. And I always try not to look, and I usually cover my ears and my eyes like this, like both. Um, Put it on mute. Well, I can't because they're watching it. <laughs> 
So poltergeists are usually considered mischievous and often negative energy. Mm -hmm. Um, The one time I think I've come across one is it it was in a reading, but this particular reading, the woman said, I feel like there's something in my house, something negative. Can you please see what it is? So I said, Mm -hmm. sure. First I said, don't tell me anything else. Don't tell me where it is. Don't tell me, you know, whatever. So I tune in and it was like, I go through the front door. My energy goes through the front door. And then it was like, my energy was just like sucked right up the stairs, like boom, right there. And it was in the master bedroom. I could see this like really huge ball of dark static energy, very dark. And there felt like there might've been like, a male silhouette or outline kind of within it. But then next to it was, it looked like I was seeing a living male and I could see the energy between the two of them in like a circle. It was Mm -hmm. like, it was feeding. One was feeding the other. And so that brings me to what a poltergeist is, the way I understand it. And Nicole, thankfully, helped me understand what I was seeing a little better (laughs) in this reading. Because I had to ask a little bit about this one. With a poltergeist, if a person has a ton of negative energy or there's a ton of negative energy between two people or a house is super chaotic, a lot of negativity, what can happen is that energy can get stuck and kind Mm -hmm. of develop a little bit of a consciousness of its own. And that is what we understand to be a poltergeist. And what I was seeing was that whole energy loop between the male the living male and this kind of new entity that it he kind of started mm-hmm. um and i could see the negativity would go it would feel like he fed it because he was in such a negative place mm-hmm. and it was like the storm was kind of around him but then coming off of him to this poltergeist essentially and you know i helped her out told her how she can get rid of it but in those kind of circumstances you know, and you guys have this when you have people, when you teach people to clear houses or whatever, there's a little bit of a teaching side as far as how to kind of live your life because you yeah. can kind of get rid mm-hmm. of it. But if you don't get rid of that negativity, yeah, it's going to come back. Yeah, You're going to refuel it. It's just going to keep that loop. So that's the only time I've ever seen one was in that particular reading. But what was interesting to me was how my energy was sucked right to that part in the house right where it was. And I told her and she said, yep. Um, So that was a little gnarly. Yeah. I did a reading once for a couple. So it's funny that you talked about it, um, mentioned a little bit about like if there was fighting in the house, Mm -hmm. they were going through a very difficult time and there was a lot of negativity and they used a lot of harsh words Mm -hmm. towards each other and all that type of stuff. But they were able to move out of that part of their life and move forward and grow. Mm. But there was a certain part in their home where a lot of the fighting happened mm-hmm. that felt very heavy and dense. Mm, yeah. yeah. And uncomfortable. The kids didn't like to go in it, all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff. And that they felt like their emotions changed when they were within that space. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there were times where things would happen, they felt would happen that were related to that energy. See, mm-hmm. and this is where I think maybe there's a fine line between – Poltergeist and residual energy. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because my understanding is that when there's a lot of intense energy that collects and gathers, Mm -hmm. it can be absorbed into a space. It doesn't have to be a a soul that's passed on. It could be from living people, right? Mm -hmm. Right. Residual energy and poltergeist. Yeah. It can also come from people who have passed and left this energy behind. And it Mm -hmm. feeds – the thing is with residual energy, it's just a playback. Mm-hmm. With poltergeist, it will feed and encourage. It will feed off the people around it, the energy mm-hmm. around it, mm-hmm. and encourage the people that are around that energy to produce more of that kind of negative energy. Yeah. Poltergeists are kind of like residual energy with a consciousness. Yes. Because they have a game plan, right? Yeah. So it will encourage that negative energy. Mm-hmm. But it's very much mm-hmm. like, cle- yeah, clearing your house. But you have to make sure, like what Kristen said, you change how you live your life. Yeah. Trying yeah. to create yes. a more positive impact. You know, claiming your space and like clearing out the energy that is no longer wanted. Mm-hmm. That's a big part of it. But yes, my understanding of poltergeist is a collection of energy that develops a consciousness that influences the energy around it. 
Yeah. I had a one story where um, on the freeway, there will be actually a cutoff and then an exit, actually. And no joke, but they will always have an accident every single day. Mm-hmm. And it, Or is there is either like accident or like someone's car broke down kind of thing, their tire pop, but it's always in that area. And then there's another area where a major accident and people passed away, died from that accident, but also in that that area as well uh, another freeway portion <laughs> and they always have accidents over there so when we come to visit we're not going to those areas oh we got to go through that <laughs> <laughs> we got to go through that because that's where i go to oh, my no. home <laughs> don't worry we're just going to bubble up <laughs> bubble up but every time so i t- i would tell my mom look there's another accident look there's another oh, accident continues like someone needs to well, we gotta send bless. light to those yeah, yeah. Bless yeah say, we should clear it. To clear it yeah go out and stand with sage in the middle of the room <laughs> like, what no, and then there's another accident look at those three <laughs> idiots true. in the place where all the accidents happen with their holding stick of grass <laughs> <laughs> they're smoking their hand they're gonna arson <laughs> they must be high that's why they're standing on the side of the freeway oh my goodness uh, that was funny So speaking of kind of scary entities, there are also these experiences that people have with what a lot of people call shadow people. (laughs) Yeah. And (laughs) I love how you laugh when I say that. (laughs) I'm not a huge fan of that name. It just comes across as so negative. Yeah. And a lot Mm -hmm. of the time, what people perceive as shadow people or negative is really just spirit trying to come through and they either just don't have the energy to do it or you are not able to perceive it the way that they want it to come across or you're not open to it or you're blocking it or you don't have the energy. Now, of course, I'm sure there are less than savory energies out there that might come through in this way, but not Mm. every single I mean, there are so many people when they're starting to open up to their gifts, they will see shadowy figures, silhouettes out of the corner of their eye, usually yeah. passing a window, passing a doorway, going down a hallway, going down mm-hmm. the stairs, because those are mm-hmm. transitional spaces that mm-hmm. carry a lot of mm-hmm. residual energy yeah. that make it easier for spirit to be visible. Mm-hmm. Or it could be your guides trying to get your attention. Yeah. There's something with the periphery of your vision, and I wish I could remember it, and I cannot, and I read it in one of my books but there's a reason why you can see the shadow or you can see things better in the periphery like that, like energetic mm-hmm. things in the periphery. And I can't remember why. So I'm sorry that's not helpful. I wonder if it's just because like the expectation isn't there. It's different. Because yeah. I think when we're looking straight ahead, we have a lot of expectation in what we're yeah. going to see. Yeah. And we translate it so specifically into something that we want to see. And the brain is so programmed to only – see what it knows to be real like you said like so when you're looking at something it like you said it's so programmed Mm -hmm. i can see this because i know this is real when did you write it makes sense in the peripheries you don't have that kind of attention as much Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of like a lot of people can look at things and see faces in them Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. our brains and our eyes want to recognize a face yeah we're looking Mm -hmm. for faces so there can be patterns that look like there's faces in them because our brain is programmed to kind of look for people. Yeah. Right. So yeah. That's another episode. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes that is spirit stuff. And then sometimes it's just your brain right. wanting. To so, yeah, this. you got to kind of find discernment in that, too, which is part of developing your clears. If you listen to the last four episodes, you can find yes. out more. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so another, I guess, ghosts and spirits is apparitions. A full mm-hmm. body of the deceased. Have you guys ever seen one before? Super solid. Looks like a human is right there. Mm -hmm. When we lived in Georgia, the house that we lived in, and I think I've shared this story before on one of the other episodes, but I was pregnant with my second and my first was only like 18 months old and was sleeping down the hall. Mm -hmm. And I was laying in the bed and something woke me up. And all of a sudden I saw a young boy, he was probably like 10, Mm. walking from the bathroom door that was to my right, exiting my room, turning down the hall towards my son's room, mm. wearing the rich people pajamas that kids wear, 
Yeah. You know, like yeah. if you think of like, um, oh, what's the movie with Macaulay, Macaulay Culkin? What is his name? Oh, his like striped pajamas. Yeah, the striped pajamas with, the... with like the button down with the matching yeah. top and bottoms. Yeah. Yeah. So I think of rich people outfits. Because I mean, like so my kids just wear sweatpants and a t-shirt, you know? <laughs> Mine are, uh, they don't even wear pajamas a lot of the time. <laughs> They prefer to be in the the buff. <laughs> but yeah, so he was wearing the matching pajama set and his hair was like shoulder length and it was light, light brown, almost mm-hmm. blonde. And I could see him totally solid. And I remember rubbing my eyes, rubbing my eyes and he was still there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just staring at it kind of frozen, right? But as soon as I saw, yeah. saw him turn to go towards my son's room, I jumped yeah. out of bed and ran down the hall. Okay, I bet you bolted. He was gone, gone. Mm-hmm. But that was like, like that. the first time. And I was not very familiar with my abilities yeah. at that point. Which makes it scarier. Oh, yeah. Although for me, I feel like it would scare the crap out of me. Not because I would feel like because of the spirit mm-hmm. side. I'd be afraid it was a real yeah. person. I thought it was a real person. Well, my story. Um, so... Uh, there's a place that's called um, Hawaii's Plantation Village. So the plantations are where, like, 1900s, they used to call people from different countries to come over, migrate here, and work at the fields. And the plantation village is where they would live. So they had, so this is, like, maybe five, ten years ago. Was this place an episode of Dead Files? I, because I know there was a Dead Files episode at a place just like maybe, that in Hawaii. Maybe. But they usually have like haunted houses over there. So you walk through the houses of the plantation homes and they scare you and whatnot. So we went, like me and my like maybe ten of us of my friends. And they go they place us in, in groups and I we were in the group. I was in the back and I was like, hey let's get this done because I was I didn't like this kind of stuff because they usually are kids and they're just not really scary and it's usually hot <laughs> but this girl lost her family kind of thing so she said can can I think she said either can I come stay with you um because I, I don't know where my family are friends so I was like yeah you guys can so oh, I said like, you guys which is because I seen two girls I said yeah you guys can come so just come stay stay behind me so we're walking through the whole plantation, uh, getting scared, blah, blah, blah. There's a clearing. We walk through and there's like a tarot patch, which is like farming kind of thing. Mm-hmm. You go through straight. And she said, to she taps me. She goes, oh, thank you, auntie. I see my family. So I go, okay. And I see her running past me. But I was like, hey, what about the other girl? So I turn around. That girl was gone. Like she's literally, I thought she was wearing like, regular clothes but that girl was gone and i was like and i had all these goosebumps around me i'm like let's get out of here that's the most scariest <laughs> thing i ever felt <laughs> oh my gosh that is that does sound so, so you know what sounds super scary is when mm-hmm. you were telling that story it sounded like somebody said hi <laughs> wow <laughs> like hi she just want to make sure you didn't forget her hi and i was like Who's did you that? see me look around yeah i did I'm going to have to listen real close and see if that was that little girl trying to come through and tell her, yeah, that was me. That was me. I was like, how's it going? (laughs) It was a full, like, I could see everything, two of them. I guess one was human and one was a, what was (laughs) it? I guess. But she just ran past me. I was like, okay, that's one where the other ones stay. Oh, man, that's wild. Yeah. I was telling whoever I was with, I was like, hey, where's the other girl stay? What's the other girl? I had one. I was like, no, I had two. Had two. So I was like trying to move, go, 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 go. Let's get out of here. <laughs> You're like, these kids ain't scared. Oh shit, that ghost kid is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I was like, Yeah. The ghost kid. Out. Just checking. Just checking. Yeah, I would too. Yeah. I would too. But it was fun though. And see, I've never seen a whole body mm-hmm. a full body apparition like that. Now unless you count when I have things happen like that little girl that was standing mm-hmm. next to me when I woke up that needed but once I kind of came to, yeah, I couldn't see her anymore. I could only see her when I was like still kind of mm-hmm. in that twilight. Did you try to hit phase, her? You know, that's when you know it. <laughs> that's how I know. Yeah, that's how I, I know. Do wake I up swinging. If I'm about to hit you, then that's an apparition. Hey, everyone, <laughs> let's make a mental note not to scare Nicole because yeah. she's gonna do one, two, one, two. One two, one two, yes. man. So yeah, I've I've never uh, had the full body apparition, and I don't need it. So <laughs> I was just gonna say, okay, might as well ask for it then. I always say don't. 
I don't want to see you with my naked eye like that. Uh uh-uh. uh. But I gotta say, the little girl looked very mm-hmm. solid when I saw her. So then maybe, maybe, so maybe that is kind of, and that's sometimes these things kind of overlap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Spirit, full body apparition. Yeah. So another way that you could experience spirits or a ghost um, are orbs. Ooh yeah. So orbs can come up in pictures. Now sometimes they're they are pretty, dust or videos. They are mm-hmm. they can be dust, but there's certain things that are more characteristic of a true orb, right? It's the yeah. way that it floats. Right. Um, it's more erratic, I think. Like yeah. if it's dust, it might kind of fall float. and float, mm-hmm. but an orb might be more erratic. I think there's also a difference with how the light, like it might emit its own light differently. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like a true mm-hmm. orb. It's my understanding of it. Yeah. And usually um, they might come from the bottom up instead of going from going down or uh, yeah. the top down. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm not, I, I, I mean, I, I, we see them on here all the time. Yeah, we do. Because as you we took pictures, the- remember I was doing Reiki in Arizona? I oh, yeah. Christmas. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and there was a ton of them. They were coming off my head. They were coming yeah. off of me yeah. up, right? Yeah. Oh, we have to. I have to find those pictures. Was that with my yeah. phone? No, it's a video, yeah, I thought. Yeah. Oh, was it a picture yeah. or a video? And you no, could see them coming up. Yeah. yeah. Find, you could tell oh, some yeah. of it was dust because mm-hmm. we, yeah. we were in a hotel, but you could tell yeah. the, the difference between uh, the energy. Because yeah. I, I think that's the thing is like orbs don't have to have they, they don't have to be a spirit necessarily it can mm-hmm. just be energy energy yeah so like g was giving me reiki so you were probably seeing the energy she was transferring to me or you could be seeing the energy that she was trying to clear from me right right because mm-hmm. when you're done with reiki you're supposed to do that clearing right or yeah. we could have been seeing spirit guides or the energy of the spirit like parts of it, it might mm-hmm. i mean I don't think that a spirit is as tiny as a little piece of dust. Yeah. But it could be. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not going to say that's not possible. Yeah. Well, but the the orbs that we saw could have been your guides working, G's guides working with your guides or your mm-hmm. guides working with G or whatever it is, helping to move that energy as well. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And I was about to ask you, when you were filming, because you were saying all the possibilities, did you have a feeling of what it could have been? No. <laughs> okay, then. I was just going, oh, I get to see G in action. Yeah. <laughs> it felt in, so good. In real life, I get to see G in action. I felt to spoiled. See it felt so yeah. good. Sorry, Nicole. You should have got it. We gotta, we gotta <laughs> next time. Next then, time. Gotta, That's on our list. We have yeah. to give you Reiki next time. Too. I know. Next time. But you know what? I take the long distance Reiki works for me, too. I appreciate, oh, I appreciate all kinds of Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> so... We've talked a lot about a lot of things that can seem really scary, but don't worry. We're going to share a little bit of ways that you can fight those fears, ways Mm -hmm. you can protect yourself. So it's totally normal and natural for you to be afraid of any and all of these experiences. Obviously, me and Kristen are very afraid of a lot of things. (laughs) G's kind of like, "Eh, whatever, hey. G's like, actually, no big deal. Until it's a creepy ghost girl. Girls. Anything dealing with kids, Kay? No. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's yeah. so funny. So since you're so fearless, G, why don't you kick a- kick off the strategies? Okay, so here are some strategies for managing fears when incarnating a ghost or spirit. The number one is maintaining <laughs> your composure and calmness. Yeah, we're I'm not Obviously, good at that. Obviously we struggle with that sometimes. <laughs> Make sure you breathe. That's what you should do. Breathe. Oh, yeah. You're right, Gina. And, you know, stop so freaking smart. out because it's part of life. Just think of it that way. It's like yeah. a daily little thing. That's hey, true. Look, it's a tree. Like that. Look, like it's, it's a, a tree. tree. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's normal. It's like know. a normal thing. I don't know. I don't think I could look at a ghost and be like, hey, tree. All right. Hey, let's hey, just go this way. Hey, it's a ghost. Turn around. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. I think, you know, when we were discussing this, Kristen made a good point that when you stay calm and you maintain your composure, mm-hmm. you're not feeding into the fear. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And for a spirit that might not be as great, <laughs> they, like the yeah. they like yeah. the fear. They like the fear. Yeah. Right. So if you're not fearful, you're not angry, you're just stern. Right. 
On top of keeping your composure and calmness, there are things you can do when you come across a spirit or energy. You can clear it, clear the room. You can do visualizations where you can send light through the whole room. I like to call an Archangel Michael and ask him to send his light or sword through the entire room. We actually have an episode in season one where we discuss clearing energies. Yes. And you can imagine pushing the light to all corners of the room and pushing out anything, all energy if you'd like. Mm -hmm. Um, I usually just do anything that is not unconditional love or high vibrational energy. But if you want nobody in there, you can set that when you clear it. And that, again, goes kind of setting boundaries can go with clearing energy. You can clear it. And as you clear it, you say what can and cannot come into your space, mm-hmm. right? your property, your house, your personal space, any of mm-hmm. it. You can say what you want and what you don't want. Assert yourself and claim your space. Again, this is your boundaries. So there's been some times where I've seen things I don't like the look of. Yeah. I'm not even going to try to see what they are or what they're not. I don't like the look of it. So that's mm-hmm. when I assert myself. I kind of puff up my chest, you know, my energetic chest. And I say, you are not to stay in this space. You have to leave. Mm -hmm. I still always send everything with love. If there's something I'm still not sure if I like it, I still send it with love now. That was probably one of the best things I have heard. Because you don't want to match something with anger. Yeah. That you're not sure. Or Or fear. Or fear. So I just say, you are not allowed in this space. I send you with love and I send you to the light. Yeah. And being assertive is not being mean or angry. Yes. You want to put out a good vibe no matter what. Confident. Confident. Vibe. And I'll imagine like things that, and I feel like if they're not clearing, I will push, I will imagine my energy physically pushing it out. Like I I just got a care bear. Leave. Yes, that's the kind of what I feel like. It comes from my chest. And I push it. But I push it out with love. I'm sending yeah. it loving energy. Oh, it's the Care Bear with their heart on the front. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite. So that's so that's a great visualization, everybody. Mm-hmm. If you like some Care Bears, <laughs> imagine you being your favorite Care Bear, pushing that out. And yeah. it works. I feel great mm-hmm. afterwards. I can tell it's gone. Mm-hmm. You know. I and don't you don't know. you don't necessarily have to use your own personal energy. You can actually True. channel energy from from God or the source mm-hmm. or the universe. Yeah. yeah. Or and Michael so that you're, or whoever. Right. So then you're not depleting your own energy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's a great way. If you don't feel comfortable with clearing your energy, setting boundaries, claiming your space, you can always ask us for help. Yes. Or right. you can seek support from friends and family. But we are here to help you learn how to live in a peaceful space, how to mm-hmm. grow and develop spiritually, and all those beautiful things. So if you ever feel like you need a little assistance with any kind of ghostly issues or experiences mm-hmm. or just some clarification, feel free to reach out to one of us. Yeah. Explore the possibility of closure for the spirit. You can also come to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you need help having the spirit, move on. Move, move on. on. I was going to say too. Yeah. Yeah. Because sometimes I've I've come in contact with a few mm-hmm. that when I ask, have you crossed? I've heard not yet. I've heard, well, I haven't got, sometimes it's not an, I didn't hear anything. It's a knowing that they have something like, it was like a, a guilty feeling or something that they needed to get through. Mm-hmm. Um. And again, when we say cross, that's just kind of our understanding, even though they might not literally cross into something, a different place. But that's just how we ask them. Yeah, because, hey, guys, we don't know everything. No. (laughs) No, because they're still in the spiritual realm and there's still energy. Right. And when you're in the spiritual realm, you can be everywhere and nowhere at the same time. You can be anywhere in a thought. Time doesn't Mm -hmm. exist. There's no physical limitations. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, thoughts are instantaneous. And when you're spirit, you're all thought. Sometimes they they just want somebody to hear their side of the their side of something before they move on. Sometimes they just want somebody to reassure them it's okay to move on. 
you know? Right. And you can do that. You don't need us for that. Mm-hmm. But if you want us, we're here. <laughs> yeah. we're, we're happy to do it. And something else that you can do that might make you feel better with spirits is protection rituals. You can do that with crystals. You could do it with Reiki symbols if, if you are into Reiki. A ritual, a protection ritual to me is also kind of going for myself. My ritual is visualization. Like I talked mm-hmm. about, I push the energy out. I set my bubble. I visualize that bubble and I set the intention of what can be around me and what cannot be around me. Crystals can do the same thing. You can set them up all over your house and have them help protect your house or you, put them around you from any energy that you do not want. Yeah, what else, girls? Well, like G sent us the red cords with the bells on it to put on our doors. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. As a way to ward off any kind of evil and negative energy. Yes. You also do selenite wands and selenite in the windows, right, G? Yep, I do. And salt, salt. Oh yeah, and- yeah. That's something that my family's done. When you move into a new home, you mm-hmm. you circle your property with salt and set the intention that mm-hmm. the energy of the previous owners is released, and you set intentions, good intentions for the energy of your home now, like that you're going to be happy, there will be abundance, health, Mm -hmm. protection, all those types of things. So there's lots of different ways um, that you can maybe look into your cultural background and see what works for your family or find a new one that works for you. It's really the intention behind it that matters more than anything. Now, if you've tried all these things or you feel like none of this is going to work for you because you have a severe case of some kind of weird entity or experience that maybe you feel like you're in danger, Mm -hmm. then this is where we're going to say seek professional help for extreme cases. Mm -hmm. Professional help meaning we can't necessarily help you if you feel like your life is in danger. Yeah. 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 So that means going a different avenue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Any examples, ladies? I don't know. It's stuff that we don't do. (laughs) I know it's stuff we don't do. We don't. We don't. Extreme cases. The only thing I can think of is like priests blessing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Priests or shaman, some kind of higher level religious leader Mm -hmm. that has experience with more extreme cases if you feel like that's where you're at. Yes. Mm -hmm. Because we're not going to say, oh, yeah, you feel like you might be in bad danger situation. Throw crystals at it. Yeah. No, no, no. Go to the people who know what they're doing when it comes to those severe cases. Yes. Yep. Very true. So we talked about the definition of what's a ghost, literature, and folklore religion about and historical significance of ghosts. We talked about different kinds of ghosts and spirits and all our our stories about our ghost adventures that we meet and... And what to do when you're frightened. I think the most, the thing to keep in mind is you are in control of your own energy. Mm -hmm. And that, just that alone is huge. And call the Ghostbusters. Call the Ghostbusters. (laughs) 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 Who you gotta call? Ghostbusters! When it's something strange. And don't look neighborhood. Oh. Who are you gonna call? Someone a voyage. Uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't. I mean, I mean, we, we do clearing. We yeah, do we clearing. Clearing <laughs> of energy and homes. Here's what we want to say, because we don't. We're not trying to scare you. Most of the time, it's something that you can handle or that we can handle. Right. It's very, very rare. Yes. For it to that be it's something an extreme case. Yeah. I have yeah. never come in contact with anything like that. You know, even the poltergeist. Like, I told her what to do. Mm-hmm. She got rid of it. That's good. Her health That's felt great. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And it's similar to, just, just, just side note real quick. If you feel like you have a solar spirit that is still on your property or in your home related to a previous owner, mm-hmm. the best way to... Keep that energy happy. If you cannot clear it completely with the 
the things that we've shared or if we can't help you with it in some way, if you're okay with that spirit still staying with you, keeping the land and the home tidy and proper and being mm-hmm. respectful of that home and the land, that is the most important part. If yeah. you're going to do remodeling, you can say, I love what you've done with this home. We just want to address it a little bit. We are not taking away from the integrity of this home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hope that you're okay with this type of thing because this is our home now, but we're happy to share it with you. But da 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 da. So having that conversation with the spirit and having respect for the spirit, if you're okay with that spirit staying, mm-hmm. right? You can ask it to leave and claim your space. Yeah, yeah. totally possible. Yeah, yeah. But they just a lot of the time when they stay because of the house or the land, they just want you to respect it because they love mm-hmm. it. Yeah. yeah, I have somebody like that. Um, the spirit, nice guy. He just doesn't want to go. He feels mm-hmm. like he needs to protect this house. And she has set boundaries with him. And he is very respectful of him. So much so that she has started to try to talk to him. And he still won't really talk to her. <laughs> because he's trying to give her her space and not bother her. If you happen to miss our last episode, we discussed sentience, And that is clear feeling. And if you missed the three episodes prior to that, they were all on claircognizance, which is clear knowing, clairvoyance, which is clear seeing, and clairaudience, which is clear hearing. So those last four episodes are all about the clairs in detail. So make sure that you listen to them, especially if you are interested in developing your abilities or further developing your abilities. I also would like to know, if you happen to miss season one, go back and listen to it because we have some awesome episodes that I know you all will love to listen to. Yes. Mm-hmm. So stay tuned because our next episode is all about psychic abilities and personal growth. And we each have a lot to say on this subject because yes. through our development, we have all grown spiritually. We have healed. We have... yes made our lives so much more fulfilling and joyful joyful yes and you can too yes and we've and through our development of our abilities we've learned who our true selves are and we've become Mm -hmm. confident in being who we truly are Mm -hmm. and not trying to pretend to be something we are not and we want to share that with you guys yes Now, before we start to say our goodbyes, we want to make sure that you're aware of our upcoming event. We're doing a live Q&A on Zoom for free on Saturday, November 4th. Visit our website, soulonavoyage.com, to register and save your spot today because spaces are limited. We are so glad that you joined us once again here at the Spiritual Rabbit Hole. Remember, your time with us doesn't have to end here. Keep exploring at soulinavoyage.com for more spiritual resources and services. To make sure you stay in the loop, please like, rate, and hit that subscribe button. Thanks for being a part of our spiritual community. Bye for now. Peace out. Love ya.